From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the national security advisors of Seoul, Washington and Tokyo discuss new trilateral initiatives aimed at countering North Korea's cybercrime and cryptocurrency money laundering. Former Democratic Party chief Song Yong-gil exercises his right to silence during a 13-hour grilling session by prosecutors in connection to a cash-for-vote scandal at the party's 2021 convention. And Korean skeleton slider Chong Seung-gi wins a gold medal at the IBSF World Cup in France. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Kui Jin. Security chiefs of South Korea, the United States and Japan held talks in Seoul to shore up the tighter trilateral collaboration agreed upon at the Camp David summit in August against North Korea and other regional challenges. National Security Advisor Cho Tae-yong and his U.S. and Japanese counterparts Jake Sullivan and Takeo Akiba held a news conference at the presidential office in Seoul after their meeting Saturday and introduced new trilateral initiatives aimed at countering North Korea's cybercrimes. First and foremost, we've implemented our new commitment to consult with one another in response to regional threats, and we're increasing our trilateral defense cooperation including sharing missile warning data in real time. We've also launched new trilateral initiatives to counter the threats posed by the DPRK, from its cybercrime and cryptocurrency money laundering to its reckless space and ballistic missile tests. In addition, we agreed to promptly and effectively push for follow-up measures to the Camp David agreements in the areas of cyber, economy, advanced technologies, and development cooperation, and to further strengthen our comprehensive cooperation in the economic security field, such as on supply chains, technology protection, joint research, and AI governance. The three sides also discussed North Korea's military cooperation with Russia, which they believe led to North Korea's launching of a military spy satellite last month. North Korea on Saturday reasserted its position that a military spy satellite it launched last month falls within its legitimate rights as a sovereign nation, warning that the satellite could guide super-powerful armed strikes if needed. In a commentary piece, North Korea's state-run KCNA said U.S. double standards won't work in space either, and that Washington was ramping up hostile schemes against Pyongyang. It also said the U.S. suffered global humiliation by bringing the launch of the Maliyang-1 satellite before the U.N. Security Council, only for a meeting on the matter to fizzle out. The KCNA also slammed half-wit arguments by Washington defending the recent launch of a South Korean spy satellite aboard a U.S. delivery vehicle, decrying what it called a double standard. Prosecutors questioned former Democratic Party chief Song Yong-gil for about 13 hours in connection to a cash-for-vote scandal at the party's 2021 convention. Emerging from Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office at around 10 p.m. Friday, Song told reporters he asked prosecutors to record the entire session, 
adding that he signed the minutes of his questioning. Asked by a reporter if he was unaware that cash was passed out at the convention, the former DP chief said he has stuck to the same story for eight months, essentially denying the charges against him. Though Song had asked prosecutors to call him in for questioning quickly, he reportedly exercised his right to silence for much of the session. Song is accused of involvement in the distribution of envelopes containing 94 million won or some 71,000 US dollars to lawmakers and DP officials to support his campaign to become party leader from March to May 2021, just ahead of the party's convention. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. A recent court decision ordering the Japanese government to pay damages to Korean victims of wartime sexual slavery became final Saturday when the defendant Japan did not file an appeal by the midnight Friday deadline. On November 23rd, Seoul High Court overturned a lower court decision and ordered the Japanese government to pay 200 million won or some 152,000 US dollars in damages to 16 former comfort women or their surviving family members. The Seoul Central District Court initially dismissed the case in 2021, ruling that sovereign states cannot be tried in foreign courts, a legal concept known as sovereign immunity. Though the victims ultimately won an appeal, receiving compensation may prove time-consuming unless the Japanese government voluntarily pays damages, and Tokyo has not indicated it will, the victims must ask a court to find Japanese government assets to seize. Regarding the Japanese government's decision not to appeal a South Korean court decision ordering it to pay damages to victims of wartime sexual slavery, Seoul said Saturday that it will work to continue future-oriented cooperation with Tokyo. A South Korean foreign ministry official said the government is working to restore the honour and dignity of so-called comfort women pressed into sexual slavery by the Japanese military during World War II. The official also said the South Korean government honours a 2015 agreement on the comfort women issue as an agreement between states, suggesting Seoul intends to find a diplomatic resolution based on the agreement. Korean skeleton slider Chung seung won a gold medal at the International Bobsleigh and Skeleton Federation World Cup in La Plagne, France. Chung recorded a combined time of 2 minutes 061 seconds after two runs, 0.08 seconds ahead of Britain's Matt Weston, who took home the world championship in February. It was the Korean slider's first World Cup gold medal after winning three silvers and two bronzes. Korean box office hit 12.12 the day, topped 6 million ticket sales on Saturday, according to the film's distributor, Plus M Entertainment. The milestone came 18 days after the film's release. The historical thriller is expected to top 7 million in ticket sales by the end of this weekend and ultimately become the second film this year to top 10 million after the roundup No Way Out. 
Directed by Kim Song-soo and starring Hwang Jung-min and Chong Woo-sung, 12-12 The Day dramatically recounts the nine-hour confrontation between mutinous troops and government forces during the military coup of December 12, 1979. It has won accolades for its tense plotline and solid acting. The government plans to attract 20 million foreign tourists and reap 24.5 billion dollars in tourism revenue next year. The government unveiled the goal during a meeting on tourism strategies chaired by Prime Minister Han Dok-su in Gwangju on Friday. The government's target tops the previous high posted in 2019 when South Korea drew 17.5 foreign tourists and acquired $20.7 billion in tourism revenue. To meet the goal, the government first plans to sharply enhance convenience for tourists in terms of immigration, shopping and transportation. And that's the news from KBS World's Radio News Centre in Seoul. I'm Kuhijin.